When I was in elementary school, we had a very tough principal. His name was Richard, and maliciously we call him Ricky the Fist because he was so. And we were really all of us very afraid of uh, him walking into our classrooms. We never wanted that to happen. We you never want that visit in your class. But I think I um, regret more the times I had to visit him at, uh, at his office. We are Advent and we come across these readings in which there appears one visit and two reactions. The visitor is Jesus who returns and the reactions are totally opposite. On the one part, we have one reaction, which is fear and trembling. The gospel says people will die of fright. And the other one is confidence, trust. And the gospel also says, when that happens, stand erect and raise your heads, because your redemption is at hand. The secret for discovering which reaction will be ours lies in our current relationship with Jesus here and now. If it's a close one, there's no need of fear. Love replaces fear. St. John the Apostle, in one of his letters, says so. I quote here, Perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. So how can we conquer this type of assurance in the presence of God, of, of confidence for his return, and instead of being fearful? Well, the gospel also gives us, for this, a warning and a command. The warning is do not be drowsy and don't get drunk. Both things, don't get sleepy. Don't lose consciousness of what's going on around you. The command is to be vigilant and to pray, to pray. This is not the first time we come across this suggestion in Jesus, with, from Jesus. If you recall the Mount of Olives, he not watch, watch and pray, not enter into temptation. So in the face of tribulation, in the face of temptation, what do we need to do? Watch and pray. And actually, if you pray, you're already watching. You're already being vigilant. The best way to be vigilant is to pray. If he said this to the apostles at the Mount of Olives, who had him physically present, how much more to each one of us, which cannot see Jesus physically, only through faith. So it's the same warning and the same command. Watch, be vigilant. Don't fall asleep. Don't get drowsy. Stay awake. Pray. Why is it that prayer 
this type of prayer prepares us for encountering and facing Jesus. Because the gospel says, so that you will have the strength to stand firm before the Son of Man. What is the connection in between prayer and being able to stand in the face of Jesus or before the Son of Man? Well, there, there are two reasons. The first one is because prayer is, in the one who prays, helps you to know Jesus better. So you will get to recognize him when he returns. See, the one who prays is the one who gets to know little by little who Jesus really is, but more in depth. This person, by praying, enters a relationship with Jesus. And in fact, that person stands daily before the Son of Man in faith, but still we are facing, we are face to face with Jesus. And if we want this to happen, we have to pray honestly. That is, wholeheartedly. There's no hide and seek that doesn't go with Jesus. You have to be open. And that's the, th the second part of it, the second reason. Because the one who prays allows Jesus to know him. So Jesus will recognize you when he comes back. And that's why it's so important to pray honestly, to not hide anything in prayer. We do that with other people. We present our best version of ourselves. And we try to hide those aspects of our, our life that we don't want to come up to the front. Not so with Jesus. There was a very song by Billy Joel, but um, I'm giving away my age here. It's not a religious song at all, but the song, I think the name was Honesty, and it said, quote, Honesty is such a lonely word. Everyone is so untrue. Honestly, is hardly ever heard. And mostly what I need from you. Those words that he directed towards probably someone he loved, God could be saying those same words to each one of us. Honestly. Be honest. Be sincere. Display everything you have to in front of me. Only if we allow Jesus to know us, he will be able to recognize us. And I know that someone may think, well, that's not very theological, because Jesus already knows me anyways. True. But he also wants you to show up yourself, show yourself to him, be who you are in his presence. There's a nun in uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina, in a little town called Medjugorje, where the Virgin appears. And her name, she's French. Her name is Sor, or Sister Emmanuel. And she wrote many books about Medjugorje, and she wrote many testimonies. And in one of her, book, her books, she said, she tells a story about a beggar who begged 
in uh, Paris, Paris, in front of the church. So this guy, he was always at the front of uh, this door in Paris asking for money. He lived out in the street. He was a homeless. And he only had two things, a hat to receive coins and donations and a bottle of wine. He liked to drink. And uh, there was a parishioner, a certain guy, who engaged in conversation with this homeless Paul and uh, noticed that eventually he would go in and pray, but that he also fell asleep while he did so. So the man figured he needed to say something to Paul. So he came up, he went up to him and told him, you know, Paul, you, I know you are uh, cold out here, but you go in and you just sleep in the, bed, in the pew. And Paul replied, well, I figured that Jesus is all by himself there in the tabernacle. No one's here for the vast majority of the day. So I, I go in and I sit in the front row the first pew, next to the tabernacle. And I sit there and I say, hello, Jesus, this is Paul. I came to visit you. And then it's true, I fall asleep, he said. So time passed, went by, and suddenly these uh, homeless people was not there anymore. So the guy realized that he was not there, and he figured that maybe he was at the hospital or something like that. So he went to the nearby hospital searching for Paul, and he found him in his deathbed. He was lying there in a very bad shape. And uh, so he stayed with him a little bit, visited with him as much as he could, and figured that he would visit him until he passed away. But he thought that wouldn't last long because he was so bad. He thought the next day he was probably gone. Following day, he goes to visit again Paul to the hospital, but he finds him seated in, a, in his bed, smiling, happy, with bright colors in his face. He doesn't understand quite well what's going on. And he asked Paul, Paul, what happened? And he said, well, you know, this morning, early in the morning, someone walked into the room. He sat in that very chair over there. And he just said, hi, Paul, I'm Jesus, and came to visit you. And that was it. And he got well. And this story is because if we are willing to pray and to be in the presence of God, he will recognize us as well, who will visit us back. That's why prayer prepares us for facing Jesus. And if we have nothing to hide to Jesus, if we are honest, if we are who we are in his presence, then if we disclose our intentions, projects, past, present, struggles, everything to him, then if you have nothing to hide here, I will assure you, that then you will be very much ready to stand before the Son of God.